This is True Parenting Audio, Episode 17. Hey everybody, this is Andy Smithson again, and welcome to True Parenting Audio, where you can get inspiration and practical parenting tips to build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Welcome to another episode of True Parenting. I'm really excited to talk today about kind of a fun topic. Um, It doesn't seem fun when it comes up, I I don't think, but parents are always asking me, especially during the summertime now that school's out and kids have all the novelty of summer is kind of worn off now. And now we're getting into those two little words, I'm bored. So today we're going to share with you 10 ways to help your kid cure summer boredom without any technology. Summer is in full sway. Kids are out of school and the novelty of that fact is starting to wear off. Some of you may already be well acquainted with the phrase, I'm bored. You know how it goes. The kids follow you around the house saying things like, there's nothing to do. I'm hungry. I'm bored. What are we supposed to do, Mom? It seems like the go-to activity for boredom these days always includes some form of a screen. Whether it's a phone, TV, tablet, computer, or gaming system, so many kids can't seem to find anything to do without some tech device. Boredom's nothing new. It's been around for a long time, but we seem to have much lower tolerance for it and a lower ability to overcome it these days. The thing about using tech as a default for boredom is that it actually increases boredom in the long run. It can actually help kids to reduce feelings of boredom to kill your TV and other tech devices. But what do we do instead? Even kids that aren't tech junkies, bombard us with the complaints of boredom at times. What do we do? How do we help them cope or cure that boredom? First of all, before we jump into the 10 ways to cure boredom, let's just start off by saying it's okay to let them be bored sometimes. This first suggestion is one that none of us like very much because when we let them be bored, We know that we might have to deal with the incessant complaints and hovering of kids that are less than blissfully happy. This understanding that it's okay for our kids to be bored is the foundation for helping them truly overcome boredom and be more creative with their time and energy. So here are 10 ways to cure summer boredom. Number one, write a summer bucket list. I saw this idea recently on multiple family and mommy blogs. You can view some of the wonderful bucket lists that are out there on our summer bucket list Pinterest board. You can check this Pinterest board out at pinterest.com slash trueparenting. Create a bucket list of items or activities that your child could do on their own or things you could do with them. Some items may be more complicated than others. Make sure part of the list contains simple go-to activities that can be done without a lot of preparation or money. Have your child help identify their favorite activities. When you sit down with them to write the list, 
Talk to them about how they get to choose whether they will be bored or not. Emphasize how many wonderful things there are to do with their time and thank them for contributing so much to the list. Make a plan that if they come to you and say, I'm bored, that you'll refer them back to the list and they can pick something off the list. You can use the following nine ideas to build an amazing list that will chase away the boredom. Number two, work. When you make your bucket list, you can also make a list of work around the house that needs to get done. These should be work items that your kids are capable of doing. You can let your child know that if they're not able to find an activity on their own or from the recently created summer bucket list, that you'll be happy to assign them a job from your summer work list. If they want to volunteer to do one of the listed jobs when bored, they're welcome to do that as well. Number three, create. Build something or make something. Put together a workshop or art corner in the garage or outside. Challenge them to make something out of wood or Legos or clay. It doesn't matter what the medium is. Just invite them to create something. Help them build a fort or make a new invention. Encourage them to tinker and discover. Number four, physical play. The greatest toy that our children and all of us have is our own body. We can run, jump, climb, crawl, and roll. When kids are used to sitting around watching TV or playing video games, the initial push to use their bodies to play can be tough. But once they start to play, the endorphins kick in and they start to laugh and enjoy themselves. Boredom goes out the window. Turn every form of movement into a game by simply adding a timing element to it. Direct them to objects they can use to build obstacle courses. Number five, serve. Do something nice for someone else. This could include baking cookies for someone, going to visit a neighbor or weeding their flower beds. It could mean writing a letter to a soldier or their grandpa or grandma. It could mean cleaning their brother's room or taking the garbage out. Help them think of ways that they can help others. Number six, read. Books provide new worlds and adventures, even when the weather is bad. No matter the age of your children, books can provide entertainment and can give them ideas for fun and adventures they could do in real life as well. Number seven, imagine. Ask them the question, What would you want to do if you could do anything you want? Then follow their answer up with, then go do it. Kids' imagination is a powerful thing. The books they read can sometimes be a jumping off point to help them think of new ideas and adventures, but they can also create hours of play and excitement by simply bringing their thoughts to life. If they want to go scuba diving, Make a makeshift mask and an air tank and send them off to find and photograph the biggest shark they can find. There's no limit to imaginative play. Number eight, write. Many people think that written letters are obsolete because of all the other forms of communication, but there's still something exciting about getting a letter in the mail. Not just bills, but a real letter. Get your kids to connect with a pen pal in another state or country. Encourage them to write stories or just journal 
something positive from their day. Number nine, get wet. It's summer. When it's hot, adding water to just about anything makes it just a little bit better. I remember putting a sprinkler under the trampoline or just adding a wading pool to our obstacle course made it so much more fun. Water balloons, squirt guns, and sprinklers are several boredom killers. Number 10, get dirty. Sometimes getting dirty goes right along with getting wet. If you can somehow connect water and dirt, you not only get mud, but you get happy kids. We have a dirt pile in our backyard that it's nothing more than a huge mound of dirt. But my kids can spend hours out there on the, on the dirt pile entertaining themselves and each other. Our world today moves extremely fast. Our cars are fast. Our communication is fast. Our entertainment is fast. The expectation that everything moves so quickly and keeps us so busy can make boredom and even stronger emotions. However, boredom is not bad. It can motivate us to create, imagine, and do more than we otherwise would. We can help our children to feel boredom and to respond productively to it by having plans and activities that are good and wholesome, that teach skills and improve mood. Don't let you and your family fall victim to summer boredom. Make your list and cure boredom today. Answer this question. What are you and your child's top five or ten items on your summer bucket list? I hope this has been helpful to you and just giving you a few ideas for the remainder of the summer to fill up your, your kids' time and your time with them and make it special for both you and for them. You can read and review the whole list of 10 things to cure summer boredom at trueparenting.net. Included in that blog post is also there are some great links to those Pinterest boards that I was talking about, as well as an article written on My Kids Adventures um, regarding how to build a fort with your kids, which is uh, kind of a time-consuming thing, but really pretty fun. I, and I did that with my own kids a couple summers ago, and we spent multiple Saturdays on it together. Almost no money into it, but lots of time and laughs and just enjoying one another. And all of my kids felt really useful and helpful as we I let them hammer the nails in and saw some of the pieces of wood. And as we put everything together, and when it was all done, they were so proud of their fort. And it's still standing in our backyard, and they play almost every day in that thing. So I hope that you'll check out those links. And thank you again for listening to the podcast. I appreciate all of your feedback and questions. If you want to go ahead and send me any feedback or questions at andysmithson at trueparenting.net. Or you can connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash trueparenting. And if you would, we'd really appreciate you to run over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review and let other parents know about the podcast. Thanks again for listening. I hope that 
the blog and this podcast are helpful to you as a parent, help you be a little bit more true and reach your goals as a parent, as a person, and as a family. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next time.